episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 41, and this is the podcast where we come together every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Just a friendly reminder, every kid's different, and so are we, so please do your research and find out what's right for your family. I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little boy named Mateo who is now three. Yay! He had a birthday while we were on... Uh, between episodes. Um, and every week we have awesome parents uh, and we have regulars and this is a regular show. So we have the wonderful Eric Mahler. Hello. Hello. And let me commend you on, I think, the smoothest intro I've ever heard you do on Oh, your well, thank you. It I'm... flew right through. Not a single skip. That was very nice. <laughs> I, I'm getting, you know, 41, you know, only took yeah. me 41 episodes. <laughs> Yeah, that muscle memory is kicking in. You can just do it anytime. <laughs> For those who don't know, my name's Eric. I'm a stay-at-home dad. Uh, I have a eight-year-old named Colette and a one-and-a-half-year-old named Thaddeus. You may know him as Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom, that's me. <laughs> I love you, Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. And then we also have Carrie. Yay, Carrie! Hi! Hi Carrie. You guys might know me as Cleo, and I won't be nearly as smooth as Nicole. Um, <laughs> let's see what I got. I got a 14-year-old named Sarah. I have a thir- almost almost 13, wow, uh, year old named Eden, and I have a almost 5-year-old named Colin. Yay! Oh, oh hi, Colin. Is Thanks. that Colin right there? <laughs> oh, Colin. So cute. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's been a little while since all three of us have been together. And honestly, we were talking before the show started, and we're all kind of a little discombobulated. Um, I don't know how the show's going to go. <laughs> I'm, I have some form of show notes. We had a lot of stuff going on. Um, like I said, Mateo had a birthday. That's That was my big up for the, the time. Is, right, and, that's awesome. Yeah, and you're, you're going to be hearing some banging in the background, and I'm sorry about that. Um, we're having a little bit of work done, and it was either don't do a show with uh, no banging or do a show with some banging. That didn't really sound right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we, the banging is it's good. a whole different kind of podcast. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I gotta so, redo my show notes. We so, just earned an explicit tag. Yeah, God, <laughs> with the banging. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, things things here have been crazy. Um, but you know, I've been curious what you guys have been up to. So, do you want to do some ups and downs and kick off the show, Eric? Oh, uh, alrighty then. Since you're the oh. only one that put anything in the show notes. Yeah, you slackers. I know. Um, but th- there hasn't been any one big thing in particular on uh, ups or downs for me it's been it's it's funny this this past couple weeks it's been if if the two of my kids are in competition then my daughter Colette is definitely winning and my son Thaddeus is is definitely in the in the penalty box or whatever you want to say i'm sure other times he'll be the king and he'll be my favorite for the week but right now the boy <laughs> is driving me crazy so do you i i mean i've always wondered that cuz Usually, you see, um, we were just talking about uh, um, Modern Family, and they were talking about favorites, like the Dumpy Kids. They're like, oh, you don't have favorites. And I've read different blog posts about how one mother has three children. And at some point, at, at any point in the day, one of the kids are her <laughs> favorites. So, like, they're, they're all her favorites, but at different points in the day. Yeah, uh, yes. you know. 
it's it's all about the way you word it. I mean, there's of course no question you love your kids equally. All of them, they're all you know mean the world to you in in equal measure. But there are weeks where just for whatever reason, one of the kids is driving me crazy, and I yeah. just don't even want to look at him. And the other kid is like, "Oh, come here, I want a hug." And um, that's what it's been this week. My daughter Colette, she's been kicking butt in school. Oh, that's awesome. She's been listening well. She's been going to bed on time without fussing. She's been eating okay. It's been super weird, but I'm taking <laughs> it in. I'm just letting it happen. I'm loving it. On the other hand, <clears throat> <laughs> my son Thaddeus. God, I love my son, but I. Oh, How old uh, is he now? He's he's a little over one and a half. Okay. And so he's very quickly entering the toddler realm, yeah. or what? Uh, he's he's like jumping in early on the whole terrible twos I remember thing. He, I remember he walked early too. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's an overachiever in all things, including driving dad crazy. <laughs> um, he's he's in that time where everything is grabbed, everything is uh, destroyed, and the crying nearly never stops. And uh, and the sleeping never happens. Uh, it's all these kinds of little things are happening kind of all at once these past few weeks in greater measure than usual. Mm, so it sounds like me. <laughs> yeah. So it's been kind of tough. So you're a little sleep deprived. A little. A, a little. little yes. Yeah. I I remember between one and two. Or no, between one. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. One and two. I don't know. I'm kind of sleep deprived too. Um, <laughs> But I just remember those in between times, like eighteen months, stuff like mm-hmm. that. That was it was rough for us too with Mateo. That's about where we are. Yeah. So there must like, must be doing uh, some kind of. Is he done teething? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's he's got a bunch of teeth in there, and you know the teeth never hurt him. They never bothered Colette either. Um, it's always he just wants to play. Um, he hates sleep. He hates it. Um, he just wants to play. Like if. If I'm trying to get him down to bed and it's really late at night and finally I just say, okay, I can't keep trying to do this and I let him be by himself for a second just to do what he wants to do, he doesn't like – he's not – even if he's super tired, he jumps right into play. He just wants to play. He doesn't want to sleep. He doesn't want to do anything but play. These are valuable valuable time. Time to play, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Working it out. Are you doing anything – you're just uh, kind of just trying to last through it. Because I think that's sometimes it's all, I mean, there's, uh, yeah, all, there's a fix I for think, everything, but I think sometimes it's just time yeah, that is I, what you need. I'm I'm doing all the things anyone might think you might do when you try to get your kids to bed. You, you know, there's there are things you can do to try. You, you rock them, you settle them down, you take away stimulus, you give them maybe a, a full belly. Mm-hmm. You're doing all that, but really my main tool is just to endure you yeah. know, you know what I would do, and of course, everything you read says don't do this. I would just lay down with them. Yeah, Sleep. I've done that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I am. Thankfully, I was not so heavy where I couldn't lay down on the toddler on the toddler or the uh, <laughs> crib in the crib. So I would get in the crib and nice. I just lay down and I just. I'm like, I'm too tired. I'm going to, you take a nap. I take a nap. We're done. Here's what I did last night. I laid down on the couch with him just outside his room until finally he was sleepy enough where I could move him into the crib. But once I moved him into the crib for like the 15th time, 
He's a light sleeper, so he kind of got up and got oh, no. started to fuss. So I just got down outside of the crib, right outside through the bars, put my hand through and kind of just tried to chill. Chilled there for like a half an hour mm. until finally he was dead asleep. This was about midnight, 1230. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how it finally worked for me, at least last night. I think every parent listening to this probably has gone through some form of ritual. <laughs> Right, <laughs> probably still do. I mean, I kind, I still do, um, to get our kids to sleep. Take <laughs> 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 something. I, I just, I'm. What I'm most curious about is how I, how my parents got me to sleep. Like I'm oh, so, yeah. like I would love to know, but I think my mom has just forgotten all that. It's like a bad nightmare to her. Like forgotten, blocked it out. Don't even want to think about it. <laughs> So how about you, Carrie? What's going on? I think my parents don't want to tell me how they put me to sleep <laughs> in case it, I hold it against them. With a bottle reason. of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. So there was scotch in the house. And, you know, like, I think it's going to be one of those things. Um, what's going on with us? I, too, am of the opinion that sometimes you always love your kids, but sometimes you don't like them. And that's mm-hmm. perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we are not having what, what I would consider a normal week around here where – you know, Eden may or may not have a little medical crisis. We, you know, you sit, you put that on the back burner. You expect that to jump to the forefront. She has been um, fine, um, abnormally happy, super. She's weaning off of a medication, so that's been a little difficult because you're really kind of hypervigilant about yeah. seizures. So she's kind of weaning off of that, and we're watching her. Um, this year's uh, today's medical crisis brought to you by my 15 year old. Her um, alopecia got worse. So yeah, were you telling us that? Yeah. So we ended up going back to the dermatologist and we did some a lot of different tests for autoimmune diseases. And all of them came back normal, which is good in one hand, and the other hand we can't figure out why she's still losing hair. So mm-hmm. the the only choice option that we have right now is to start her on an immune suppressant, which would basically kick her immune system in the butt. They think that her immune system is actually probably working too well. Oh, wow. And it sees her hair as an intruder. Is she ever sick? No. Oh, wow. But the problem is that if you put her on an immune suppressant and she gets a cold, Mm -hmm. it can go very, very badly. And she has asthma. So, well, and you're also going into like winter season. Yes, Blah. that's that's where the that's where the, the everything hit the fan for me. I was a big fan of. I have no problem with her being on this particular drug because I know what it does and I know how it works. My concern was that should she not be taking adequate care of her asthma now, then she's putting herself at risk for something worse. And um, I I will come right out and admit I got a little resentful. Um, I usually am the person in my home who handles all of the medical crisis, all of the doctors, all that business. I have it all under control. And my husband kind of stepped on my toes a little bit. Mm. I got a little bent out of shape. Mm-hmm. Um, for somebody who he, he doesn't, you know, he knows that that's my thing and he kind of knows everyone handles their thing and that's my bit. Um, he came, kind of came flying in like Superman without a jock strap on and I got a little fed up. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like get out of – that's my thing. Don't yeah. come in here and give me that. Um and that that bothered me. That mm-hmm. had me kind of down a little bit this week um, because I felt like, you know, why are you in my stuff? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, there's a lot going on in our family and this is my thing and please don't get involved in it. Um, mainly because he does not get involved in Eden's stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference being, when I sat down and really thought about it and was trying to be slightly mature, um, I feel like he has asthma. He's always had very difficult asthma. 
difficult to control. And mm-hmm. I, so I think his fear is oh. knowing where it could go. Right. Um, where with Eden, he has no clue what's going on there. Like, he's just kind of afraid of it. Yeah. He sounds so, like he he's figures, more connected to. Yeah. It's to a little it. bit more connected uh, to the Sarah thing. And I think Sarah is his spirit animal. She is his buddy. They do everything together. Um, they play volleyball together on some leagues. They do all kinds of stuff. So I think, you know, when we were t- joking about favorites. I think there's a little favoritism there, mm-hmm. you know, but that, and I'm okay with that. It's fine. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of men connect with older kids more than they do infants, and that's, that's fine. And her being old enough to carry on a conversation that doesn't involve the world SpongeBob or Mickey Mouse probably has a lot to do with that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, that that's going on. That's been kind of stressful around here. Um, and the hard thing is, is that the more stressful it is for any of us, the worse it can be for her hair if her hair mm-hmm. is stress-related. So we're trying to we're trying to fake it and everybody's happy. It's just a bunch of bullshit. You know? oh. <laughs> so we're just not. You, um, had, you had said before that she – she usually just was like, whatever, this is who I am and just deal with it. And yeah. then one time you said she started to get a little more sensitive about it. Do you think that's part of what kind of I, edged your yeah, husband? I think into- that's, yeah, I think it snowballs. I think very much like a lot of teenage girls, she overthinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that instance of that teacher saying something to someone else about her and it getting back to her has really stuck in her craw mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, and so she wants to... I want to wear headbands and I want to do this, but she's very, I think she's very much a teenager and anybody out there who has teenagers and, oh, you too will get there, Uh. will soon, will soon come to the realization that teenagers, um, want a lot, but they don't want to make the effort to do what they need to get what they want. Mm -hmm. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of grandstanding and I want to be an artist or I want to drive a car or I want to buy this, but I don't want to do any of the work that it takes to get there. You know, Um, it reminds me of a video I just watched, and it made the video made me really sad. And it was, they asked 50 people one question. So the first 25 were adults, and the last 25 were kids. And so they showed the, the adults answering the question, and the question was, if you could change one thing about your body, what would you change? So all the adults are like, my forehead, my ears, like things that people point out to us. Yeah. And then they get to the kids and the kids are like, I want a mermaid tail. I want mm. legs like a cheetah so I can run fast. And, I mean, just really sweet. Innocent. I mean, and this is like the picture of innocence to where yeah. a child has not gone through the social society filter of what. Yep. Yep. And it just broke my heart. <laughs> it is. It's hard. And I've got a kid that's in that filter living it right now. And it's really yeah. hard because that. Who she is, who Sarah is, is a kid that knows that what you look like is not who you are. Right. And she knows that. And she, li- and she lives that way. It's how she lives here. It's how she lives with her friends. Um, she has friends. She had a bunch of friends over for a couple of days ago. No one said a word about her hair. They were joking with her, throwing things at her, joking, having a great time, teenage girls, having fun. And so she knows that. And I think her biggest heartbreak is that it's adults that are reminding her mm-hmm. that there's that that it's not and, and these are the same people who are trying to tell her hold her up and tell her that it doesn't matter because then so then she's conflicted like yeah are you pulling my chain on which end of the rope here i don't know what you're doing so that's that's kind of kind of been where we're at we're a little crazy my husband is going to be traveling overseas for uh, a couple of weeks he's going to be in china oh wow for holidays so oh, geez. that's I have to gear up for that mm-hmm. because craziness. 
Um, and, you know, we all of a sudden went from having 80-degree weather to having the teens. Oh, wow. So We're still the, in the 80s here, so oh, come the visit. The forced heat went on, and everybody's sinuses got clogged, and mm. so we're all just trying to pull it. We're trying to just get it together this week. <laughs> Everyone has one of those weeks where you think you're doing really well, and I don't care how organized oh. you are, just the boat flies out from under you, and we're all kind of floating in the ocean right now. Oh. Titanic is underneath us, and we are just floating oh. along after it. But, um... Okay, Carrie so needs virtual hugs, everyone. Coffee, please, is her Twitter avatar. Virtual hugs oh, for yeah. Carrie. Virtual yeah. hugs. <laughs> I have not had any coffee in the last two days, which what? probably explains a lot. Yeah, what? two days without coffee for me is, I, I haven't been Is this been on purpose? To, I can't get it together enough to get to the Keurig and make some, much less go to Starbucks and get myself oh. something good. So, yeah, it's just been kind of crazy around here. Mm. But, now I'm but really you know what? Worried. Chin up. We all woke up on the right side of the dirt, so... <laughs> Sweet. There you go. And, um, you know, tomorrow's another day, so we'll see what tomorrow's happens. Tomorrow's another day. Uh, it's going to well, be okay. I just it drank. Is. I just drank some coffee in your, in your Thank honor. Thank you. You, you poured some out for a homie. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So one of the things that I, I did uh, over the weekend was I went to BlizzCon, a big, nerdy, awesome event Yay. that Mateo is still a little too small to go to. Um, once he gets of age, though, I seriously look forward to, to taking him you know, and playing games and things like oh, that. I'm sure he'll love that. Oh, How was God. it? It was probably one of the best ones I've been to. So I, I think I've been to four BlizzCons. And, uh, of course, they announced the new video game, Overwatch. Oh, it looks awesome. And the the intro to it is this awesome Pixar-y um, little movie clip. And I'm watching this going, oh, I can't wait to show this to Mateo. <laughs> when I saw that, I had to. I called Colette over. I was like, ooh, 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 come watch this with me. Yeah. And she's like, let's watch the next one. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, kiddo. Yeah. That's all there is. That's all there is right now. Got to wait like the rest of us. Yeah. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And But on the way there, so Mark and I drive from Phoenix to uh, Anaheim. And it's like a almost a six-hour drive. So we always make a point of listening to a book together. And usually it's a business book. Um, but he had a book called uh, Simplicity Parenting. Hmm. And I'm like, well, let's give it a listen. Um, because he, he picked that book up because we were feeling overwhelmed by toys and stuff. And Mark and I are really good consumers. Unfortunately, we're very good consumers. And I think, you know, when we were growing up, we didn't have a lot. And we are very, very fortunate. And he has five grandparents and two uncles and it's just lots of opportunities. You know, the bir- a birthday just happened. So we're really feeling this. But what we noticed when we put him in Montessori was they had less stuff. It was more task-oriented. And he thrived in it. So I started pulling back at home. I started pulling back a lot of stuff. I didn't do a clean sweep of all toys. I just kind of put them in the garage. And then I tried to put some stuff in baskets and things like that. And I found that he was playing with his toys more. Well, listening to this book um, really, really opened my eyes <laughs> to a lot of things. And the, the, there's a blog post um, that kind of talks about taming the toys and the benefits to that. And the book is called Simplicity Parenting, Using the Extraordinary Power of Less to Raise Calmer, Happier, and More Secure Kids. So, of course, we always say every kid's different. So maybe this is – but for Mateo, I think he really 
just has too many choices, too many things to play with, stuff that really, honestly, um, toys that just aren't really that fun. They just Mm -hmm. do a lot of stuff. So they talk about um, 10 types or 10 kinds of toys you may want to consider discarding or storing. And um, the blog post, there's like just a playroom of just, it looked like it just threw up all over it. (laughs) Um, But these are the kinds of criteria. And he talks about it in the book because we listened to the audio version on the way. And he talks about how he, you know, you're probably looking at me like a humbug you know, kind of Grinch, but really try it. it. You'll be surprised what happens. So the 10 kinds of toys you may want to consider discarding, according to this um, Simplicity Parenting, of course, broken toys or incomplete toys, developmentally inappropriate. I'm kind of guilty of that one, where he'll get <laughs> toys or for a higher age group and he just isn't ready for it yet. Um, fixed toys, uh, meaning it doesn't invoke a child's imagination. So he has, um, like, you know, his father's a woodworker. So he has some really cute, like, woodworking typey tools where it's just like a bench and you just push the buttons. And that's pretty much it. And it <laughs> holds his attention for like two seconds and then he's off doing something else. Uh, too complicated, breaks easy, batteries involved, plastic. So this is a big deal. So there, there are a few toys that he has that are super cute. They're more for me than him, I think. And I think that's one of the problems that I have is I kind of push my enjoyment of the toys on him. So he has this cute little minion and he sings and he dances and he's loud, but then he just kind of walks away from it. He doesn't really care. Um, high stimulus, uh, annoying or offensive pressure to buy commercial. So this is an interesting one because I don't necessarily uh, believe in this one because I, I, you know, I like, we have our fun stuff. He likes Mickey mouse. He likes, um, Yo Gabba Gabba. Um, but they do have a whole section where they talk about advertising and things like that. And oh, it just yeah. made me a more aware, a more conscious consumer. Um, this is something we've done. That's we've gone at least once a year since Colette was pretty young. Mm-hmm. We've gone through everything in her room, every single tiny little plastic whatnot mm-hmm. in, in there. And put things into a donate pile and a garbage pile and a keep pile. And it's been the only way to stay sane because for the first little while, things piled up super quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colette was the first grandkid of, right. of, on both sides of the family. And everyone was as an outpouring of – I mean, we didn't buy our clothes for a couple of years. We oh, didn't wow. have to. Yeah. Everyone forced stuff onto us. And we're like, whoa, okay, thanks. But then suddenly <laughs> there's everything – and we just we don't know what to do with all of it. So well, and I what I hope I come comes away with me talking about. I'm not a hippie kind of crunchy kind of parent anyway. I you know love superheroes and we love all that. But I did I I am finding if I'm if I'm pulling back and I'm still saving our favorites. So, so a lot of this stuff is just kind of going into storage, sure. and it's kind of like his. We have a little closet now that has 
his toys and he can check out and check in kinds of toys. Before it was just kind of free for all. Just everything dumped in boxes. That's what that noise is in the background, Nicole. You're building a wing. (laughs) (laughs) You're just putting them somewhere safe. (laughs) (laughs) Building a good Jason to the home. (laughs) To the toy wing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's funny you said that, Eric, because I, I posted the the post on my Facebook page, and I, I had a few people say, "Yeah, we do this every six months. We do just yeah. kind of a clean We've done sweep. That. Do you? That's a, yeah, I do it with Colin. Not so much with Sarah, because Sarah's always always been very self editing. Like she'll come to you and say, when she was about six, and say, "I don't think I need this anymore," and I'm oh, not going to question it or discuss it with her. One piece of crap we can get rid of. I'm in. Just go, okay, get rid of it. Um, Colin, you have to edit. Um, cause he really, and we have set up in his room, all I can say is it looks like a bookcase tilted on its side and it's got a bunch of different compartments and they all have baskets. We have the in same each thing. Basket, we did yeah, too. One basket is Legos. One basket is, you know, Lincoln logs, that type of thing. Um, and that works really well. And I have told him the things that he plays with the most, we put in like uh, bins that he can pick up with a handle, like a paint bucket. Mm-hmm. Those are on the top of the, so he can grab them quickly. Our problem is that he, <laughs> and it's more of a me problem than anything else. He he loves things that uh, like Legos, mm-hmm. which are wonderful. Um, he's not they're they're very sneaky and they they run away on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's okay when he finds them at picking them up and putting them back, but not great. So they have become a health hazard in the house. Um, I slipped and fell and broke my foot again. Oh my uh, gosh! Are you week. kidding me? Oh, no, same foot on a, that I did on last a Lego. Time. Same Dude. foot. I slipped on a Lego coming down the oh stairs. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Jeez. And, uh, same foot, same thing I did the last time, broken metatarsal, the whole nine. And it was because it was a Lego that I had slipped on and my foot went off the edge of the step and the rest of me went down. I was just glad I wasn't carrying one of the kids when it yeah. happened. But So I said, you know, we sat down. First, he came over as I'm laying on the floor, writhing in pain and said, oh, gosh, you need a nice pack. Yeah, you bet I do. Um, <laughs> and then I explained to him, I picked up the Lego and I said, mommy fell on this. And he said, oh, it's bad. And he took it from me and threw it in the trash. Oh. And I said, well, I, I know you want to throw it in the trash because you think it's a bad Lego. We just want to be safe with Legos. Yeah. So Legos always go and he goes in a bucket, never on the stairs. <gasps> so he knows. <laughs> oh. Like he knows where they yeah. should be. Yeah. Craziness. But yeah, that self, that editing thing I think is great. I, we do it pretty frequently with him. And particularly he's got a birthday coming up in a few weeks. And oh, that just struck he- me. He's got a birthday in a few weeks. <laughs> um, yikes. So um, I know it's that time feeling. to edit and make room for more stuff. So what I want to start doing with Mateo as he gets older and kind of realizing there are other people in the world other than him yep. is take that opportunity to go through those toys with him and allow him to donate to like Goodwill. Yeah. Like I, I want him to like, I want to use it as an opportunity for him to freely give Mm -hmm. um, for the sake of helping someone else. That's a great idea. But he's just, he's, he's three. (laughs) So not really there yet, but that's kind of my, my vision of doing this frequently and then um, taking the toys to, and I'm sure there's probably some, there might even be better organizations in this area other than Goodwill that we could donate toys to. Because I know like um, like the cancer hospitals, there's a children's cancer hospital here. They're always looking for donations and stuff like that. So I mean, these are the kind of things that I'm, I have a little, um, I have a bookmark in my uh, browser and it's just called Mateo Fun. 
And it basically oh. anything that I'm like, oh, I want to do that, but he's not really old enough. Oh, I want to do. Oh, he's not really there yet. What? I just kind of store it away. So right. make sure when you uh, just a point of note when you when anybody is looking to give to a hospital, make sure you call them first because oh, yeah. there usually is a very particular kinds yeah. of toys they can cannot accept. Yeah, from outside sources. Well, and like um, comic books and stuff like that. Sure, sure. They, yep. they're always looking for kid friendly stuff like that. We did uh, last year, Sarah, for her birthday, wanted to do something instead of having a party. She wanted to do something for somebody else. And I said, well, what do you want to do? So she took the money that she would have gotten from my parents and um, the money that we would have. What, Colin? I can't talk to you right now. I'm doing something professional. Um, <laughs> I took the money that we would have given her and she went to her dad's store. Um, my husband runs a toy company and um, went in and went over to the art supply section and bought I'm going to say a hundred and some odd dollars worth of art supplies and made individual like um, grab bags kind of mm-hmm. with some oh. art supplies in them and donated them to the hospital for kids when they come into the emergency room. Oh, awesome. They would have something to play awesome. with. So something to keep them busy. So that was fun. That kind of thing they do too. But I'm saying, yeah, toys are great, but there's definitely, yeah. there are going to be some toys that they cannot, cannot accept take, no matter yeah. whether they're new or not. Right, right. Um, just because of the nature of those toys. Sure, so always yeah. check with the hospital first. Well, I would think they're, because I know like around the holidays, the Toys for Tots comes around and it's yeah. a, a yep. new, but it's a new toy. You got to go buy yep. it. Um, so I, I would think that, I mean, some of the, some of Mateo's toys are new. He's never played with them. Yeah. My um, mom used to do something when we were little and I'll never forget it. And it became something that she, she did it every year. And I remember her doing it. And at the time, I was too young to get it. I get it now. She used to do every year at Thanksgiving and at Christmas, she would call the local police department and say, I don't want a name, but I know that you know who in this community needs something. Mm. And I want you to give me a family with at least three children that need something and find out what they want and need and we'll get it for them. And we used to go, I remember she'd get a big basket every year and she'd put together an entire Thanksgiving dinner. Oh. And she would call the police. They'd come up and get it and take it to the family. No questions asked. Wow. And then we did do some editing with some of our toys back then, too. So electronics like Atari yeah. games or whatever. And she'd give those every year, too. So wow. I remember. It's funny because she did it so often that it almost became something that you were just you like, just did. oh, mom's doing a Thanksgiving thing. And you didn't think of it as a gesture. Like, yeah. it just became something that mom did in November. Like, you just didn't yeah. think about it anymore. But I think about it now, and I see some of, you know, some of the kids at Eden School who I know mm-hmm. it's a struggle for them because the kids have medical needs mm-hmm. and they have other siblings that also have wants and needs too. So, yeah, cool stuff like that. That's a good way to... I You know, it's funny because I tried at um, Mateo's old daycare. Um, so, as you're signing in, you kind of see the little notes left on other pages, and it's like... Yeah. You see your past due, your past due kind of things. And I hear, yeah. and, I'm, and I told him, like, I, I don't need to know a name. I just need you to let me know if I can pay for someone's daycare for the month Aww. of December. Random acts of kindness are but the here's best, the thing. people. They never followed through with it. Oh, like, that sucks. Like, That's not okay. They didn't know how to handle me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what? "What? I'm being nice. Are I'm you like, not familiar with the concept?" I, it was, was weird. Yeah. Me out I'm all like, this nice because I, I mean, I know December is hard for a lot of parents, and I was like, you know, how awesome would that be if just somebody randomly took care of a daycare bill for daycare someone? Bill. Yeah. Oh um, my gosh, that'd be amazing. But yeah, we they do never um, follow through. I'm with part it. of a group of actually doing some volunteer work called RandomAx.org, and um, it's 
run by the same people who you guys may or may not do uh, Gishwes. It's a oh, yeah, international yeah. scavenger hunt. Yeah, Misha Collins is actually the um, chairman of the board for randomax.org, and it's basically a nonprofit foundation, and all they do is random acts of kindness across the country and across the oh, world. Wow. And they have built a huge um, child center in Haiti just based off mm-hmm. donations. They have bought cars for people, and it is completely – um, motivated just to be make the world a better place through one random act of kindness at a time, and it doesn't have to involve money. And mm-hmm. uh, they do fundraisers and stuff so that they can give the bigger things. But yeah, things like that, I I love that. That's I love that best. idea. I Very love the true. idea of just being like, today I want to do this for you, and it doesn't have to be something huge. And it's cool to see your kids want to be that way too. Mm-hmm. They just get that feeling of making other people happy is just fantastic. Tiny little mirrors, buddy. That's right. Yeah, I love it. Um, That's awesome. So there was a, a website that I had come across that I was curious if you have heard of this. Um, uh, it, I don't know. It, I think it's just a blog. It might be a podcast, too. It's called Ask the Mediatrician. Oh, no. Never have you heard, heard this? Um, no. it's a, he's a pediatrician. And he just a very uh, over at Center on Media and Child Health, um, Dr. Michael Rich. And I can't remember where I found him. But I was like, wow, I should let uh, Cleo know about it and let everybody else yeah. know about it. Because it, he fields like every question we get here. <laughs> and he's an I actual to, Yeah, I used to listen to a podcast about a guy who did that. I think he was based out of Florida, though. Yeah. So um, there's a ton of, you know, questions, answers. So, like, I'm just looking. I'm part of a mom's group that does, discusses family media management. How should I answer the question about whether or not to expose kids to games? Um so there's just a ton, um, Halloween and the scary season and things like that. So I thought I would at least mention it, especially because I know we get a lot of questions, sp- um, particularly about screen time. And what you'll find is everyone has a different opinion about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Very, very, everybody, yep. Every- well, it's such a new thing that no one's... It is. And there's a million different ways. It's not quite coalesced into mm-hmm. a more common understanding yet. Well, and it's funny because I don't know if you listened to the last episode, Stephen Schleicher from Major Spoilers was on, and we were talking about our kid's bedtime routine. And he was saying that one of the things that um, uh, his kids do before bed is they watch a little bit of video before and then they're going to bed. And I'm like, wow, my my kid, Mateo, can't he, he really can't handle any kind of screen time before bed. We used to do that, but we found that it just kind of wound them up versus wound them down. But I'm the exact opposite. Like I will be watching TV and I'm like, I'm out. (laughs) Like just right around, right around. I can pretty much gear, like set my watch to it. When we watch Saturday night live, when they get to the news segment, I'm asleep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Every single time. (laughs) So I don't know. Every, I, everybody is definitely different. And it might change. We Colette used to be wound up by watching stuff or playing with things before bed. These days, she can pretty much be on uh, some kind of media, whatever, all the way up until the point where I cut it off and I say, okay, bedtime, go brush your teeth, all this, yeah. and then boom, she'll go right to sleep. There you go. She didn't used to be able to do that, so I don't know. Maybe it's like allergies. Every seven years, your body changes. Yeah, <laughs> just rotates through and does something else. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move over to some family game night. This is a uh, part of the show where we talk about games, apps, really anything that brings our family together. Um, we in so for Mateo's birthday, one of the last minute gifts I picked up for him, only because 
I had it when I was a kid and I loved it. Um, was a game called Hungry Hungry Hippos. I yeah. love Hungry Hungry Hippos. I had love no that. idea this would be the hit of the birthday. <laughs> and he loves Hungry Hungry Hippos now. And we can't play. beat a classic. It's so great. It's just he wants to be the orange hippo. And of course he then we get around to the other hippos and he go, No. And then he'll shove all the marbles in his orange hippo. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy that's not how it works but it's adorable so uh for a three-year-old hungry hungry hippos is a hit and, and i mean it's just you hitting a little thing so it's uh, it's wonderful i kind of want to play it yeah <laughs> just hungry thinking hippos. about it makes me think oh that was fun hungry, hungry hippos. loving that game yeah and then the other game that i received for christmas um i think it was last year and it's this is where I don't really look at the age. Um, it's for six and up. So I'm like, come on, Mateo, let's play it. <laughs> Operation. That's oh, a really good one. Yeah. So I, and, and it's Minion. So it's Despicable Me Minion oh, Operation. Nice. So you have little minions and then you have everything. You have the fart gun and it's so adorable. <laughs> so I showed Mateo how to play it. And take, he took the little tweezers and he's extracting the little things out without making it buzz. I'm like, holy moly. Nice. Steady Amazing. Hands, huh? Yeah. So a certain ones, um, there's like a joint jam or something. <laughs> it's like a jar <laughs> of jelly. Little, they're a little bit harder, but yeah, we had fun with hungry, hungry hippos and operation and just had a blast um, during his uh, birthday party, all of his grandparents were there. So he was just loving it. So it was just a lot of fun. And then um, a little app, a free app that I had picked up and he was playing when we went to breakfast. Um, I'm a fan of the Marco Polo um, apps and they came out with one for weather. And it's really neat because it's very simple, but they can change the temperature and they can see the weather change and you have, you know, daytime, nighttime. And so it's, it's meant it's a learning app. So it's trying to teach them that the weather changes and this is what fall looks like. This is what summer looks like. This is what winter looks like. And so it's just a, a neat little free app. So it's Marco Polo weather. Um, super cute. So um, how about you, Eric? What do you got for me? Oh, sorry. I was I was looking at Marco downloading, Polo on my phone. Were you downloading Marco Polo weather? <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, Colette's been playing a few things. Colette's been playing on the iPad a game called Monument Monument Valley. Oh, I didn't realize that came out on the iPad. Yes. Oh, well, cool. I actually, I don't know. Maybe it's just iPhone and it runs on the iPad, but I'm pretty sure it's got an iPad version, I think. I don't know. But uh, she's been playing it on that uh, regardless. It's kind of an older – it's not super old, like maybe – I don't know. Because it's puzzle, or eight months. right? It's black and white, and it's puzzly, and it's not, it's not black and white. Oh, thought, oh I'm it thinking is, of the bridge. Oh yeah, it's, it's uh, not the bridge. So this game, you're you're on these very uh, really unique kind of uh, abstract architectural uh, places. There are these little puzzles of walkways, and you can manipulate the environment by like turning a whole section of walkway one way Mm -hmm. and it changes the perspective of that walkway so that now new air new uh travel you can like walk in a new area to get to the next point it's it's kind of difficult to explain but once you see it it makes a whole lot of sense it's i mean if 
a lot of people have called it kind of like Fez because you're changing perspectives to solve the uh, puzzles, but it looks very much different. But it's when you look at it, you get it. And it's actually mm-hmm. simple enough that it doesn't take a too much of an older kid. I'd say like a six maybe year old oh, okay. could even get into it. Oh, cool. Because it's all just logic puzzles. There's, there's, you know, you're not trying to work any math or, or or know any trivia or anything. It's just figuring out the logic of getting from one place to another by manipulating the 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 environment. How so much it's is really it? Do cool. you know? Monument, Monument Valley. Oh, and it's so pretty. It's one of the prettiest games ever. Um, so she's been playing that, and it's been fun. She's been liking that. But the the big thing that I really what's that? It's three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. In my opinion, it's totally worth it. Um, it's like a, uh, a MC Escher. Yeah, yeah. Um, T- drawing. Super cool game. Um, but oh yeah, the thing I wanted, to, I got excited to tell you guys about is she bought her very own game for herself. The first uh, self-purchased video game. Oh. She's been saving her pennies for a long time, uh, but in her case, it's been <laughs> dollars and stuff given by grandparents and whatnot. Um, and she bought herself Disney Infinity 2.0. Nice. So, Did she uh, get she, any of the characters with it or just the game? She got the one with Merida from Brave mm. and uh, Stitch from Lilo and Stitch because she likes she likes Lilo and Stitch. That's awesome. That's a she's great been, game. Yeah, she's been playing it on the PlayStation and she's totally loving it. The, the play box where you get to build your own kind of stuff is a lot. Uh, it seems like there's better stuff going on there. It's. There's plenty of new junk, and she's having a lot of fun playing with that. Yay! So, yeah. I, have, I have the um, I I picked up the uh, Avengers version, so I, I know have... I was I was actually a little bummed that she didn't get that one because <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to play Dad that one. Dad wants to play. <laughs> it's like okay, you're going to bed now. I'm gonna play, but um, maybe Christmas. Oh, there. You I'll go. get her me uh, her a present. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> that's the see that that's a funny that you mention it because Mark and I were just talking about things that Mateo is going to enjoy are things that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. So where do you kind of set those boundaries? Like, eh, if I, I I don't see the reason to have a boundary if we're both enjoying it. Yeah. What's you know, fun's fun. Yeah, but, like what kind of boundaries do you mean? I'm confused. Well, like for instance, um, the new a new console comes out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, we're going to get it. It's for us. But of course, you know, Mateo's part of this household, so he will have it too. And it just, I don't know, just, I don't want to raise a spoiled kid. That's kind of what it comes down to. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so. Yeah. I, try, I try to instill in her the how how lucky, I've said many times to her, like, you know, it's we're really, really lucky that we have these things. Most people aren't lucky enough to have this and that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I, I mean. Hmm. with <laughs> I, I'm hesitant to say, but with the work that my, uh, that Colette's grandparents do, it's kind of out of my hands. She's getting spoiled whenever I'm not around yeah. and she's with someone else. Um, but I, I mean, maybe it just comes back to, like we were talking earlier, doing nice things for others and kind of yeah. teaching you know them that their place in the world is is beyond themselves. That's a really good. That's a good point. I I, yeah. I should I should make more priority to make that kind of a thing that's something we do. Mm-hmm. That she understands that you know it's important to help everyone else and that we're a community of people. Yeah. You know? 
Karen, I know you have thoughts on this. You lost her. I have thoughts on lots of things. Everyone just wants me to shut the hell up after a while. (laughs) Um, Well, I don't know. I don't know. Keep going. I'm ruminating. Keep going. Okay. All right. Well, it's your turn to talk about your game. Yeah, yeah. What we have been doing in this house, um, we have been playing a lot of, which is hilarious, Just Dance 2015. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Hilarious. My husband has no rhythm to save his butt. He (laughs) is hilarious watching him do this. And there's probably nothing in my life that makes me smile more than watching my kids get enjoyment out of my husband kind of on a peer level. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like we were just jumping around and doing one direction. You can do it too. Oh, dad, you're a doofus. Oh, my God, so am I. Like they completely get it like on that level where they really connect. Um, And like they spend all the time together figuring out who's going to be what name. And Colin's running around. When your four-year-old's running around the house yelling, I'm going to get funky. Like, (laughs) It's just hilarious because that's the name that you choose is Funkies. I'm funky and you're dancy. And they're just funny, just so funny. And they really enjoy it. I have not been able to do it because broken foot. But I like just like to sit and watch. And what's great is that as you do these, they, it's basically um, they play the song and there's – if anybody's not seen it, we have it for the um, Xbox One. And the song is just like pulled from pop culture usually. And it's a cartoon, kind of a faceless person um, who does a choreographed dance. And using the camera feature on the Xbox One or the Kinect, you um, dance along with them mimicking their moves mirroring them and the camera reads this and then tells you whether or not you're doing it well basically and it records part of what you're doing and it's really funny you see the playback and you're like oh i'm never dancing in public again (laughs) it's it's really really fun and the kids enjoy it and i believe this version and i'm not sure it did it with other versions one person can sing while somebody else dances oh neat so it kind of does i don't think it did it with the uh, previous version Oh, it's hilarious. And so Colin will be doing the dancing and Sarah will be singing and then they'll do the song Let It Go from Frozen. And they'll both be trying to sing and then someone's trying to dance and it's all ballet. And and then you'll find that you catch yourself stopping and actually watching. Oh, damn, I'm supposed to be dancing. So wait a minute. You said 2014. It's 2015 that you're... Yeah, we just bought the 2015 one. Okay. We have the 2014 one too, but we we just bought the 2015 and it is hilarious. Really, really good songs. Um... Colin's favorite one to do, and there are, I think there are several different versions of the same song because I've seen a couple of different ones. He likes the song, um, What Does the Fox Say? Oh, sure. <laughs> and it's hilarious because he can do all the moves. It's yeah. jumping around and moving your hands like they're little claws and putting them up by your ears and waggling them, and he's <laughs> laughing. Oh, that's awesome. So it's really, really fun that they can all do that together. What's the you know? other one? Uh, Dance Central? Is yes. that right? Dance, Dance Central. Central. I like that yep. one, too. Um, they're hilarious, and they're so much fun, and they get so much out of it. And you know what? It's really good exercise. Uh, it's great exercise. Yeah, I, my husband did one of them, and he was like, I am exhausted, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he's in super good shape, and he was like, my God, you just never stop moving. And it, it was they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun to sit and watch. You can do them. Um, a couple of them are tandem, so you have to have two people do them at once. So you, because you, you know, like do trust falls on one another halfway through the song and 
um, you lean on one another to do a couple of these moves and Sarah had her friends over and all four of them were trying to do a One Direction video. It was really, really cute. So I would recommend that. And if I'm not the first one to recommend things like that because I'm like, oh, 50 bucks for another game. Good God. But it is well – the hilarity alone is worth mm-hmm. the money. Uh, yeah, I love it. Really them. good stuff. When I – Whenever I decide to work out, that's part of my workout routine. <laughs> I'm telling you, they have what I thought about getting. They have a Zumba one. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, shake it like your mom made it. Let's buy that. So, yeah, <laughs> I was, I'm thinking about doing that, too. Aaron just bought the other day. What did he buy? He bought it from a friend. So I don't know if bought or borrowed is the correct term. <laughs> oh, um, my husband, I, I love him desperately. And he's in really good shape. He's like a six-foot-tall Asian guy. He's not fat. Um, he, uh, what did he get? Insanity? Is that what it's called? Mm, I don't know. Where it, it's supposed to look like it's a half an hour of just simple things. And I came home and he's like, I need a stretcher and a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> the game was, is called Insanity? It's called Insanity, I think. Yeah. Hmm. It's like a 30 minute, 30 minute. Oh, it's just 30 minutes out of your day. And he was like, I, I, he, this is the guy who plays volleyball four days a week. And he's like, I can knock out 30 minutes of exercise. And I came home and he's like, I'm going to hurt tomorrow. I'm going to hurt in ways I didn't even know I could hurt. And I said, he said, it's killing me. So then they decided, he's like, well, maybe I'll do the insanity after I do something else. And then they started playing this and I didn't even know he had bought it. And it was hilarious. You have to and you can sh- upload the video that it records of you. You can upload it to like Facebook and social media so oh, people dear. can see you doing it. So I'm, con- <laughs> so I'm looking for insanity and everything I find is a survival horror game. No, insanity is not a game. It's sa- insanity is a workout thing. Oh, a yeah, workout. it's a crazy 30-minute workout oh, team. Okay. It led us into buying the dance thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He gotcha. wanted to do this 30, right, 30 minutes. I'll just work out. I said, great. You know, we brought our whole um, television and gaming. We have a huge gaming thing. We've got Xbox, PlayStation, all of the things plugged into all of the things. And we brought it out of the basement and brought it in. Um, my downstairs of my house is a big, great room. And Part of the room is not furnished at the moment because we we're going to buy a new living room set for it. So I said, in the winter, it's cold in the basement. And Aaron said, I'd like to be upstairs with you guys. So while I'm watching television, he's in the other corner shooting things, first-person shooters and whatnot. But they moved all the furniture around so that they could do this, um, this, this dance thing. And he said, oh, I'll, I'll try the dance thing instead of doing this insanity P90X. Thank you, Arch Um, P90X type workout thing that he bought. And they're hilarious. She comes through the door after school. Sarah drops her book bag, runs upstairs, puts on like workout gear, comes downstairs, and she's doing it. Colin can do it with her, and it doesn't. It doesn't have to be perfect, you know. You just as long as you're still moving, you're having a good time. Because he gets caught in watching them do it, and not wanting oh, to stretch. Gotcha. Um, and then my husband will come home, and then it's, I'll bet you five bucks you can't. Blah blah blah. And then they're over there doing it. T- it's hilarious. Oh, it really awesome. is a lot of fun. Sooner or later, oh, I'll get up and do it. And when I didn't realize you could upload these videos. He had – Sarah had done a couple of these before and has got them kind of down to a science. And it, when it records you doing it, uh, it offers this feed through the Xbox feature, through Xbox Live, where you can kick it up to social media. Oh, and I think he tried okay. to post one of their videos. <laughs> he did something wrong and it didn't work. But Uh-oh. there is a way, a feature that lets you do that. Huh. So you can share these really funny videos. So I'll see if – I will check and see if I can get Colin to do – the um, what does the fox say video, and I will send it to you and see if we can throw it on the website. Oh, so fun! Yeah, let's do that. That'd be awesome. 
Uh, all right. Well, let's move over to some solicited advice. This is a point where we just field questions that come into our email at nerdparents at gmail.com. Or if you head on over to nerdparents.com, there's a contact form as well. Uh, our first email is from Nora. She says, hi, nerd parents. I just finished binge listening to all the shows and I... I've missed while chasing after a 10-month-old, and I heard your response to my email. I have, I have to be honest and say that while we did venture out into the world some, we've stayed in our bubble for the most part. I took Xander to the farmer's market and for, and for walks almost every day, but as far as getting around people, we haven't done much. Uh, my lovely friend did, though, make me a very belated baby shower where I introduced a small handful of my friends to my son. We even took him to a restaurant sitting outside, of course. Uh, and I was nervous, a nervous wreck the whole time. I almost took our, out our waitress who reached for his little hand. It is amazing how many people kind of reach and touch and like mm-hmm. they don't really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, weird. What Nicole said about getting out of your own head really hit home. That's me. Even when I'm out alone, I can spot somebody coughing or sneezing a mile away. His doctors all say he's doing great, but I wasn't ready to take a ch- chance. We're. We are now setting in for our second and last, hopefully we'll see, RSV RSV lockdown. Uh, So she sent this email to me back in October. Uh, I I try every day to do what Carrie said about just doing what we can and worrying about things if and when we need to. Not an easy task, but I I do want to get back to living life and not worrying about him every second. I'm going to force myself a little... Uh, force myself to let him be a kid once we emerge from our, our bubble this summer, eating dirt and all. Thanks for the great advice. It really <laughs> helps to know I'm not the only one who has felt this way. Love the show, Nora. So, Nora, yeah. thank you so much for your email. And also, thank you for being a nerd parent supporter. We have a little support. Um, we have a bunch of supporters, and Nora is now one of them. So thank Yay. you so much. Uh, and we're really glad that you're uh, you're getting through it. I mean, it's funny um, – I was exactly like you, Nora, for the first, like, year. It wasn't until, like, when Mateo was 18 months and we put him in daycare, and then he just started getting sick all the time. It's, it seemed like that broke me down. Like, the, he survived his first cold. I'm like, okay, he survived. He survived his first fever. We're good. Like, I don't know. It was, I feel like just kind of going through it while it sucked to go through it and seeing him sick, I, it's part of... It's part of it, right? It helped yeah. knowing yeah. that he could get through it. Yeah, exactly. It, we had a similar thing with Colette. I remember the first time she had a fever. Um, it was like one of the worst nights oh, of my yes. life. I lost my mind, but I felt less scared, oddly, after you know she was over it and she was clearly okay. It was just a thing. I felt less paranoid because, like, clearly she'll be okay. It'll, yeah, you know. It's just. I mean, I know when. Um, Mateo was having his chronic ear infections. It was like 104, like mm. every other week. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, what is going on? And that really it took me to a new level. So now when he gets like a sniffle, I'm like, yeah, hey, you're fine. Go on, go play. Yeah. <laughs> here, I think it gets here. complicated, particularly in the first time that a child gets sick, yeah. whether it's a major illness or a minor illness. I think somewhere in our parent brains we go, oh, God, I failed. Mm-hmm. I broke it. How mm-hmm. do I fix it? Don't, does anybody know I broke it? Is somebody going to make me feel bad? How I, They're going to take it away from me. What did I do wrong? Yeah, Hopefully that, I won't do it again. Kind of all of that bubbles up that yeah. it's that somehow your fault is, because is you're supposed to keep it. 
you're supposed to keep it healthy all the yeah, time. Right. Like that's your job and that somebody's going to know you're not capable. And I think that as soon as you see that very, well, it is human, duh, smart talk, Carrie, for smart people, um, <laughs> that that kids are little humans like we are yeah. and they, they will, they have a capability of fighting this stuff off. And what you can bring to the party at that point is something that nobody else can bring, which is parental love and support mm-hmm. and trust that the child has in nobody else but you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't have to mean that you can fix it because there are going to be kids who are going to get sick who can't be fixed that easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one and I can't fix her, but I know that she knows me and I know she knows that I'm there and I know that when she's uncomfortable, she looks to me, even though she can't express it, I can see it in her face that she feels better about knowing her mm-hmm. family is near her mm-hmm. and that we love her and that maybe we can't fix it, but we would if we could. And that we've always told her, we will find you the people that we trust the best and we would trust them with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's... I think that it's kind of, it's almost a guilt that I think gets you at first. It's, yeah. oh, the kid is sick and it's a fear that – not a fear of being found out. I don't know how else to word it. But I think I think you know what I mean. It's kind of a gut-wrenching. Yeah. I had one job. Oh, God. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? They're going to well, put I, me on their website. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I there. I'm going to be the people of Walmart of childcare. Oh, God. Like, yeah. One of those. I, I was so stressed out as a first-time parent that, that uh, I don't know, my insecurities were very high – about because uh, every first time parent, it's your first time. You've never done this before. You're figuring it out as you go, and you have been. It's been so driven home to you that this is super important, and well, also the whole responsibility. Sure, yeah. So that aside from what happens to you when you see your kid and suddenly you fall in love like you never have before, yeah, it just all collects, and you're like, oh crap, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then it's, it's okay. hard to it's hard to realize, <laughs> and it's a fact. Love is not enough. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. It, it's it's very important and it's critical, but it's not going to always make them better. And it's okay to to need and understand and for your kids to see you with a weakness that you mm-hmm. can't make it better. That's all right. They have to know that about you too. And that's how they will – that's how they learn to be parents and good people and part of a community because mm-hmm. it takes more than just one. You know? I, I remember taking Mateo to a grocery store and – um we were walking through and there was a an older toddler just coughing and I was just shooting daggers at the mom like, get your kid away from me. <laughs> Little did I realize that coughs in toddlers stay around for about three weeks and they're not <laughs> contagious, right? So I'm and they just always like, sound awful. Oh, they sound horrible. Oh, but now I'm I you know, I have a toddler who coughs all the freaking time and he's not sick. He just has a cough that he's just working out. Um and, you know, that was one of the things that as a newer mom, I was like, oh, I was such a bitch. <laughs> well, that, and it goes through your head. My first thought when Colin starts coughing, if he gets one of those really nice, deep, guttural coughs that is gross and wet and nasty, but you know he's actually just fine, is, oh, God, please that I have trained him to cover his mouth so that other people will remind, will not think immediately that my child is diseasing exactly. the entire population. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's less about him being sick and more yeah. about... Just the perception. Yeah, yeah, right. Things like that happen a lot when not just that. Like, say, every time I go to the doctor's office, I have to take the kids for a checkup. Like, the first few days, I'm super vigilant. Like, okay, nobody get any weird cuts or scrapes on your face, so they think I'm <laughs> dropping you or something. I, I don't know. Just no, everything has to look okay. No cops. No scrapes. 
Uh, all right. Well, we have one more. We have time for one more email. And uh, Alakar in the tab will sent this in. And I apologize, Alakar. I this is uh, you sent this a while ago, so I'm thinking maybe they're not staying with you, but we'll 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 read it. Hi, Nicole, Carrie, and Eric, and the whole nerd parent crew. I've been having a little crisis at home lately, and I hope you can help with it. For the last two weeks, probably more now, uh, we have had my sister-in-law staying with us and her two kids, four and one and a half. My wife and I have ba- a baby ourselves, a beautiful one-year-old named Becca. My problem is this. My nephew, the 18-month-old, is violent. His mother kind of lasted off, but since they got here, he has been pushing my little girl down and just because he can. At one point, he even... Uh, he even ran across the room just to push her over and then went back to what he was doing. She had only started walk, walking, so sh- she was still she's still wobbly. Every time he does this, his mother tells him no, but does it in a baby voice with no real weight behind it. It's clear to me he's not being disciplined enough, and this is leading him to hurt other kids and mine included. Uh, anyway, last night, as I write this in, I had enough to watch my baby girl get bullied. So when he pushed her down, I held his arm. I wasn't hurting him, just making sure he was paying attention. And I sternly told him not to push her down again. I was immediately called out by his mother, who did nothing about it for teaching violence with violence. What? Um, I, I know I shouldn't be disciplining other people's kids. And if he wasn't family, I wouldn't have touched him. But after two weeks of watching him bully my baby, I had enough. Was I wrong to take action? Absolutely not. No. Yeah, I don't think you were wrong. No. Absolutely not. I think you know this, Alcar. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's and, the worst, and that's one of the things that I'm most frightened about about raising a young boy is how do I handle like on the other side of that then that what she's dealing with. What if my kid? What if my boy was the 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 bully? Mm-hmm. How do I? And and I can see it in him when he's still very young. I don't know. I would remove him from the situation, I would say. I would get down to uh, his eye level, and I would look at him and say, we do not do that. We are leaving right now. And and that would be the consequence. Yeah, Um, you've got to intervene. You shouldn't feel bad. No, No, uh, not at all. Uh, I understand the whole parental mindset of some people where I don't believe in spanking, and you're not going to teach the child not to hit by hitting him. I I understand it. for me, when it comes to children like this, who there's a difference between not teaching a child to hit by not hitting him and not teaching a child why they don't hit in the first place. Right. Like there's mm-hmm. a whole – they're two entirely different battles. And I don't have a problem with what you did at all, Chris. I think that's fine. And I think the fact that his mother if, – if, if what his mother was doing in her attempts to you know baby voice him and tell him no, um, if it was working, he wouldn't be doing it. Right. Um, and and that's what I know, would have said to her. Yeah. Well, then you it, need to do something. Be doing it if it worked because you're Plus a guest fact, in my home. <laughs> I, I feel 18 months old. He's staying with you. It's not his home. He's just trying to establish mm-hmm. dominance over the youngest person there. That's pretty much all he's doing. He doesn't know what he's. He doesn't know that he's doing it to be a jerk. Right. Like he doesn't get that. He's not doing it. You know, making a choice to be mean. He's making a choice to be in a position of power more right. than anything else. Um, but yeah, in. Being called out by his mother. Oh, she and I would have words. Yes, um, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what this is probably why people don't come to my house. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a problem with what you did, and no. I definitely agree. I would have said, you know, we don't treat other people that way. End right. of story. We just don't do that. I understand. You know, you you want to feel important and you want to feel powerful, but we don't do that. We don't mm-hmm. do that to anybody, particularly mm-hmm. family and people that we love. Um, yeah, I don't know if you got down to the little boy's level. But it's amazing what that can do. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. When you get and look them in the eyes and make them look at you. Like there's times where I've, I have to take Mateo's face and turn it to me. And I, yeah. you need to look at me when I'm talking mm-hmm. to you. And we, I'm like, there's something about <laughs> being like standing over a child and talking to them that they have a switch that they can flip off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they just go, I'm not, I can't process this because you're too much yeah. of an intimidation. Right. But when you're on their level, they see you as a peer because mm-hmm. you're their size. Mm-hmm. And then they hear it more. They hear what you're saying and why you're saying it. And they go, oh, oh well, you must be in business because you're really bringing things to a place where I can understand it. There, you know, that's hard. I mm-hmm. think, yeah, Chris, I think you did the right thing. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't worry about it. And I understand your concern if it wasn't your own child or it wasn't a relative or anything. You wouldn't have touched him in public. But I think understanding, thinking about what you might have done had you been in public. What would you have done? Would you have, I would have, if it were, I've seen this in like those, um, like play areas in the mall. Yes. Where some people bring their kids in and they just let their kids run around and their kids do nothing. Their kids run around like looking to snow plow into other children. Right. They just yeah. want to be mean. And I have seen parents go up and say, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm totally going to tell you what to do. Your kid is running around hurting other kids. Yeah. Do you think maybe you could do something about that? And I have seen both reactions. Parents going, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I was crushing all these candies and wasn't paying attention. And they realized <laughs> that they weren't doing yeah. what they could have been doing. Yeah. And then there's, there are going to be those parents who are just like, get over it. It's not your problem. Right. And – those are the parents <sighs> I like the best. <laughs> I need I need a Cleo with me at all times. Yeah, I, know. I I have no fear about laying into people that way. Uh, none, no fear. Um, because you know we're it's a community. People, everyone has to play their role. You're mm-hmm. you're raising a jerk, and at least now I know where he's getting it. You know, but it's it's not okay. It's not okay for kids to do that. And you know, I think you were totally in the right. Yeah. To go ahead and handle that way you Hopefully did. Hopefully, the situation has resolved itself. His mother needs to be handled. Yeah, yeah that's the mm, okay. You said what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this show up. Um, we have actually a little announcement. Uh, the fine folks over at Haba USA. Uh, they're giving us a $25 gift certificate. We have um, Dan at the end of the show usually sends us in segments for board games. And he worked out a really cool thing with Haba. And they said, yeah, we'll give you some some stuff for some games and all cool. kinds of stuff. So if you head on over to nerdparents.com slash giveaway, you can sign up. Um, there's like 17 days left, uh, I think. Something like that. I think till the end of the month um, where you can just put in your email or if follow if you're already following us on Twitter, you get a free entry. So it's just a way for me to be able to contact you if, if you're randomly picked uh, from the giveaway and you can pick out a cool game or something. They got a lot of cool stuff over there at habitusa.com. Uh, also, nerd... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking ahead here. Uh, also, Doghouse Systems. If you use the code Nerd, you can get a free 120 gigabyte solid state drive. And actually, I just saw an announcement from Doghouse Systems that they're doing their uh, Black Friday sale now. Ooh. So they d- Ooh. they didn't wait till after Thanksgiving. They started it today, and they're running it until December. So you don't have to stress out if you want to get an awesome deal on a PC uh, or a laptop. So head on over to doghousesystems.com for all of those sales. Uh, choremonster.com. Oh, I forgot to mention, I hung out with Chris uh, from choremonster.com at BlizzCon. We awesome. had such a great time. He's so nice. So um, 
If you go to chormonster.com, you can check out that amazing app. And they got some really cool stuff going on that uh, you really should check out. Um, new things happening. I can't talk about it, but it's going to happen. So <laughs> oh, pulling head on over to chormonster.com. I know, I know. <laughs> and of course, Alpha Geek Radio, we're st- we stream this or try to stream this live every Wednesday. Uh, the time changed, so I'm I'm hoping we're on the same. Well, we'll figure it out. So yeah, head on over to alphageekradio.com and listen to all the cool shows. Lots of cool stuff. And of course, this episode is dedicated to you, Nora, our wonderful Nerd Parent supporter. If you go to nerdparents.com, you can check out the supporting link. And we have a great group of people that are supporting the show. And we're doing, uh, we're getting into some holidays. So I might put everything on pause. I haven't decided yet. I'm trying to set things up and make sure that the timing's right. Um, but you can find out all that information if you follow Nerd Parents on Twitter. Or if you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdparents. And of course, the three of us are on Twitter individually. You can find me at Nicole Spag. You can find uh, Cleo at Coffee Please, PLZ. And then you can find Eric at Eric Mahler. <laughs> um, and then, of course, you know, Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom Daly. I'm so bad at plugging myself. I'll (laughs) plug you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So uh, let's let's wrap this up. Um, So you guys have anything going on that you want to mention before we wrap up the show? Uh, I need more coffee. You need more coffee? Yes, I do. Carrie, you still win? Amen. Two things I was going to throw out there. Um, I may or may not be ratcheting up my own podcast pretty soon. What? Um, What? Yeah, I haven't said much about it because I'm trying to build a studio for it first before I start launching. Is it, uh, is it like called that. Geek Parents? No, it's not going to be called Geek Parents. It was probably going to be something, some kind. Actually, anybody in, who's listening to the show who wants to have me come up with a good name, throw them at me, guys. Um, I am building a little studio for myself. We have a storage area slash cool little nook that I'm turning into a little studio. It's behind a door. It's a little space. I'm going to put down carpet tiles, audio foam, and all that stuff. Um, And it's going to be just for me. So something on, like, the podcast from under the stairs or, like, I'm hiding from my kids or something like that Um, because I have to apparently go under a flight of stairs to be able to do a show. So I'm working on something like that. It's not going to be necessarily... um, uh, topic, top, it'll just be kind of pulled from days events and stuff like that, but it'll be very ranty and very much what anybody who knows me from the shows that I do, um, just kind of loud. Uh, I love that <laughs> stuff. That's gonna go, but uh, I haven't got a whole lot behind it yet, but I'm pulling on it, so awesome. that's one thing. Very um, cool. The other thing, Nicole, I'll throw this out there and you can tell me whether or not you want to do this. I know we get a lot of email and mm-hmm. we don't get a chance to answer them all in the air. I would be happy to swing the bat at those over on the Extra Life forums. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. And I can, you know, leave out, I will edit for names. Oh, perfect. Um, yeah. And that type of thing. And just kind of put the whole uh, general statement up there and just say, hey, and here's taking a swing at that one. If you would like you me know to what? do that. I so love that idea. I love keep it. people in the loop. Yes. Let's do that. Okay. All right. So forum.myextralife.com for all that. Cool. that that's perfect. Because then we can get everybody involved in it. Yeah. Because we are not the end all be all. There's no. so many different opinions out there. So, all right. So thank you so much, Eric and uh, Carrie, for hanging out with me. And you, the listener, will talk with you in a week. Bye. Yay. Bye. 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 <laughs>
This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. 